So I'm beginning to think that my favorite part of this podcast is opening and cl- opening and pouring the beer. <laughs> <laughs> that's a great, it's a great component. Uh, so our trademark, if you will. This next, we segment, have no trademarks. We have no sponsors. We have no sponsors. <laughs> let it be known. <laughs> so let it be done. No. Um, our next beer, brought brought to us by our sole sponsorship. Our, our actual, yeah. Because Al himself, the sponsor himself, the man, the man, the myth, the myth, Beyonce, Beyonce. <laughs> Yeah, I'm Al, and this is Al's Ales. So what we have here is... Hello, listeners. <laughs> Hello, listeners. I'd like to tell you about uh, Al's Ales. That's right. Uh, we have a Why holiday... Why is it getting sultry? <laughs> well, because I thought that's what you were doing. I was just taking it and running with it. I was going with the uh, late the late night uh, DJ on... Uh, I feel like I was being, like, intimate, but you just took it over the line of the sexual. Yeah, no, no. I was going for the, uh, I was going for the late night, like, New York City, like, DJ and, like, the... The okay. soft rock station, like, okay. the, uh, hey, everyone, you know, I'm going to take you to a, uh, a new place here. And, uh, <laughs> so this place I'm going to take you to is this uh, holiday spice ale that I, uh, that I brewed. With, What's in this What's in this holiday spice ale? With care and love. Um, what? What's in this holiday oh, spice ale? Oh, yeah. He said not at all trying to lead the conversation. <laughs> he said not at all directing these, this crashing ship. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, so my holiday spice ale. It's a... Um, Pretty dark ale. Got a little uh, chocolate malt, little black patent. Some of the specialty grains go on in there. The base is pretty simple. Uh, what's really interesting about it is the spices in the you know spiced ale. We got some cinnamon. Cinnamon check. Got some cardamom. Cardamom check. Little bit of lemon peel. Little bit al al like. No, sorry, not lemon peel. Orange peel. Orange, wrong orange peel. peel. Wrong citrus peel. Oh, damn. That's now, it. Now he's lying to us. I'm lying. Orange Straight peel. up. Orange peel. Orange peel. Orange peel. Cardamom. Cinnamon. Facts. Cinnamon. 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 Yeah, cinnamon. What else what you got? Else what else you is were in just there? <laughs> uh, you know, there's another spice in there, too. It doesn't really matter. I believe it's called soy sauce. It's not soy sauce, you it's fucking asshole. <laughs> it's certainly soy sauce. I hate you so much. I've decided earlier today when I was drinking one of Al's Ale's holiday, <laughs> holiday soy <laughs> ale. Holiday soy <laughs> Kikyoman is the uh, the fourth. Yeah, um, we're also not sponsored by Kikyoman. So, uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, no, it's nice. Um, despite Anthony's weird protests, because he's drank this beer. Before. I'm not protesting. And so enjoy the thing. I enjoy it. No, soy is not a beer flavor. It's not supposed to be in there. It's not a soy. It's not a soy ale. Despite what I said 90 seconds ago. It's not a soy ale. Yeah, I'm sticking with that. Soy. The soy. I'm doing that on purpose. <laughs> oh man, we've gone off the rails. Oh, big time. Which is fine. We're in a field somewhere. This is, again, like you the think, rails are recording. If, you, if you're listening, you think this is for you, but really it's for us. Oh yeah, we're having a time of our life. <laughs> and, uh, I'm not going to sing the rest of that song. Yeah, please don't. Um, but so, anyway, the last note on the beer is uh, that it's about 7.5% alcohol by yeah. volume. How do you measure that? With a hydrometer. Uh, you get a measurement of the gravity... <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I had to set that one up. <laughs> I'm sure someone would be interested. Don't ask questions you don't want the answer to. Uh, no, seriously, that was a mission. No, it's fine. Okay. It's fine. Hydrometer? <laughs> <laughs> Is that what you said? Yeah, that's what I said. You measure the gravity of the beer, it's the density of the beer, before and after. The difference gives you calculation that you can get for The gravity is in the cow series is this beer? No, that's the gravitas. <laughs> <laughs> Different unit. <laughs> oh, man. Um, this is the third part of our show. It's so the third part of a three-part miniseries. Pizza and beer are flowing. Oh, yeah. Well, the, the, the pizza's long gone, but the beer is still flowing. So, the next topic that we would like to tackle... This is the fan hideout. That was so weird. What is it? Your machine? Is it mine? No. It's there still. Someone. No, that's a different hum. Alright, so the next topic that we want to talk no, about. I'm pretty sure it's like your fucking central air or whatever it is. It could be, except the heat, maybe. Not the central air. Same thing. It's the winter time. It's coming through the same air ducts. Get it right. <laughs> so the next the next topic we want to talk about. No. Talk about slash tackle 
Talkle. <laughs> is, We're going to have a quick talkle with you. So is, it's not going to be quick. Is Rogue, Rogue One. Yes. Sup with that. Sup with, <laughs> with that Rogue One. Why did you not get a recording of Damien screaming? We need... <laughs> <laughs> For those of you that still have eardrums. Because uh, <laughs> I'm not so sure that I will after this is over with. Um... For those of you, what is that little character's name? I don't know who fucking knows. It doesn't have a name. It doesn't matter. It's that ah guy. <laughs> uh, yeah. For those of you who uh, don't know, who may not have seen the Rogue One movie, or the fuck are you listening to us right now? Mm. Um, for those of you that get have, out, th- those of you that have and have good common sense, um, there's a small character, little alien who uh, is in one of the battles in Rogue One. And we did QB. Is that really his name? There he is. He has it. I mean, of course he has a name. They always do a good job of getting ridiculous names for ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> He's got more hair than he has stature. That's quite <laughs> fantastic. Uh, so uh, after we watched uh, Rogue One on the uh, premiere, um, Anthony's friend Damien um, tried to replicate the sound right, of this so the, small the, yeah, alien. There's this one scene that just stuck out with the three of us. And thank God it did. because like, Middle when, of a firefight. Like, like, yeah, the, if you're not paying attention, I feel like it would just go by the wayside. Oh, absolutely. But like, there's this little tiny character, Wee Teeth Cutie, um, <laughs> who played Star Wars regular Warwick Davis. Wee of course Teeth is. is another member of Saw Gerrera's team and plays a major part in a scene where they do a surprise attack in Jetta City on an Empire tank squad. Now, he's like this little itty bitty guy. Because it's and, Warwick Davis and he plays all the little right. the aliens. And there's this, they're, they're setting up this this scene where they're about to attack, and like the camera, like it's a the shit start to hit the fan, right? It's like middle the, of a firefight. It starts to go guns down. Blazing. Things are going nuts. Camera cuts to this little guy, and he, he just like throws his head back and with his guttural scream, like, <laughs> and, <laughs> and we're cracking up during the movie, and then after the movie's done and we're leaving, Anthony's friend Damien decides to do his best. Impression of this, spot on, spot on, and he if just lets go this roar in the middle of the parking lot at twelve thirty <laughs> at night, like which I feel like only the three of us understood. Oh, definitely, yeah, yeah, no, because because his wife and and Kim had no idea what no. he was doing, <laughs> <laughs> even though all five of us saw the movie together. I feel like, like, like if people listen to this. At least one person knows. Will, be on, knows. will be on the same level as us, and will be enjoying the hell yeah, out of this right now. Yeah, someone is pissing their pants <laughs> yeah. right now while they're listening to this. But um, overall, I thought Rogue One was a good movie. Oh, absolutely. I do not think that it was as great as the reviews made it out to be. See, I don't know about that. Um, I some of the reviews were kind of mixed, which I didn't understand. Like, the, there were some people who like flat out didn't like it. Mm. Uh, and you see the word like fan service thrown around, two words fan service thrown around, the phrase fan service thrown around. Word. <laughs> the collection of words and letters and alphanumeric characters, fan service, fan service. <laughs> thrown around. Thrown about. <laughs> um, and I don't get it. Like, I, I understand the kind of core concept behind it, unlike Archer. Um, and I don't think it has to be the absolute negative that it's typically using. Like where, like when you, typically when someone uses that term, it's meant to be a demerit to whatever medium you're talking about, and I don't get that because like at the like the heart of it, all entertainment is supposed to be servicing your fans. So the 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 line that you have to walk is when the fan service is used as like a manipulative device, mm-hmm. as opposed to you know satisfying the core demand of any medium of entertainment entertaining your fans. So I didn't have a problem with the quote-unquote fan servicey moments of that movie. I thought it all served a greater purpose of making this movie which people wanted to see. And it's not something that was done manipulatively, which I think would be a fair criticism in the days of the prequel movies coming out because we kind of had that perception that Lucas lost touch with his audience, right? Mm -hmm. That's why those movies ultimately didn't work. It's why The Force Awakens and Rogue One, I think, did work. Is because right. you did get back in touch with what the people wanted. All right, but what I'm saying, I felt like there was... Uh, people were all... Were like... Were all over this movie. I feel like they... they like I feel like it was talked about too highly. And I don't think that... I thought the movie was By good. who, though? I, um, I guess just general people that I've... That I speak to that are like on the same level as me with liking and disliking movies. But you like and them. And also... I like the movie. 
I don't think that it deserves incredible praise. It and deserves I, praise. I, I do think that a lot of people are giving it that. It deserves, deserves praise. I don't think it is nearly close to the same level that The Force Awakens was. And I feel like people are putting it on that same pedestal. Oh, I'd put it above The Force Awakens. Ooh, I would not. I would. Uh, as far as the quality of the movie itself, yes. I thought it was a better overall movie. I thought the quality of the production was better. I, I think where you're going to get at it is that we're given characters that were more fully fleshed out and a story that's going to be a going concern, right? With The Force Awakens. But this is meant to be a self-contained story about this group of people. I, and I'm fine. That's why I've seen a lot of the the compare like the complaints about it is like, oh, there was like we didn't have enough of a connection to the characters and that because these characters had a beginning and end and we were supposed to see it all in the same act. Yeah, okay. So we and I feel like we've we've talked about this slightly and we've disagreed. I feel like we disagree on this a bit, but um I I do feel I feel like I don't really care too much about the characters. I didn't um, care about all of them so much, but... I did not care about the main characters, which is a problem for me. Hmm. I did not care about Jin. Jin. I didn't care about her. I didn't feel attached to her at all. I didn't care about... Cassian? Cassian. Nope. I didn't... I, the, the character that I cared about, well, the, a couple of characters, were that the droid... How do you not care about him? Hey, right. He's fantastic. K2S4? Yeah. Him. Whoever. Whatever the, num- <laughs> whatever the numbers are, you know who I'm talking about. Alpha, Jim, let's Alpha not, Numerics. Let's not be dicks. Yet. <laughs> we know who I'm talking about. We like this guy. Well, is this a Papa Doss thing or is this? A- <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. So, so we we like the we like the droid. I like the droid. Altitudic droid. Um, I kind of lost where I was going this for a second. What characters you like and didn't like? Oh, here it is. The pilot, Bodhi. That gets captured, and well, not captured, but like gives himself up, and they pretend that he got captured. That was a whole weird thing that I didn't agree with. That I didn't really get why they did that in the movie. First. I, in the beginning, you didn't get one. What uh, in the beginning of the movie they did this whole thing where like they kind of they did a rapid introduction of a few characters. The first thing that they did was the introduction of, Jin, of Jin's character okay. and her dad and her mom and that whole thing. That works for me. Well, I get it that. was also necessary to the plot. Completely necessary. I agree with that. You wouldn't understand what was going on. In the but movie. then the two that followed, Cassian, Cassian, and this Bodhi. Bodhi. Which the names I'm never gonna remember, so I'm gonna keep looking Cassie at these Nandor, for you to for you to mad lib in the blanks on this one. Okay, here. now that um, I know that we're on that. Okay. Yeah, so Cassie and Bodhi, I didn't those like there's like I guess like maybe two ten minute like five to ten minute segments with See, the but two they of them. Though Bodhi's was like ninety seconds. It felt long and unnecessary. It may not have even been 90 seconds. It might have only it been just, a full six. It was all right, and that, that and Cassie's was like two three. There minutes. was a problem with the pacing there because of that. See, I didn't have a problem because both of them were pretty short. And also, see, this is where we this is where we disagree yeah. because I loved that beginning arc with Cassian because I thought it played into what happened later. You didn't. Yeah. Not that you necessarily disliked it, but you just didn't you thought it was largely irrelevant. Yeah. I I, thought that I was feel like so I got important. I got more of that from the way that he spoke and from like the other way that like the ways that he delivered his his presence on screen. Come on, man! Actions and words. Yeah, I don't know. That that scene just didn't do it for me. And I, I, I believe see. I thought that was the whole point. The was beginning like, felt a little drawn out to me. That was the that. whole point with his mission to secretly, despite the fact that he's using Jin to find her father, Galen. That his mission is ultimately not a hundred percent match for match, which hers is. Right. Mm-hmm. His job is to make sure the threat is over, and that means killing Galen or so. So you have to believe he's going to kill him, otherwise it doesn't work. And you believe he's going to do it because he murders this guy who's his friend who works for the Rebellion. And whether or not it's that the way that they played the characters made them unlikable or not that that was... Maybe that wasn't supposed to be important at all, which it's very possible. I just didn't care. I mean, that's fair. Like, I didn't If it just didn't connect all. with you, it did with me. I would have thought... It seems like you kind of didn't like get why it worked structurally, even if it didn't work for you. No, 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 no. Okay. Because that's the way it sounded uh, like some of the times we talked about. I, I understand why. Like, you understand what I'm talking yeah. about. Oh, totally. I, I as long get as you it. understand that, oh, that's no. fine. I, like, I get it. I just don't... There's I, no accounting. I didn't like it. There's no accounting for taste. Yeah, so that's fine. Yeah, exactly. As long as you get that, yeah. then, like, we don't have a problem that's fine. with that. Um, I, I thought it worked for me. Like, you he you meet him by... He's talking to someone that he knows that he works with that is allegedly aligned with him on that cause, and he kills him for no other purpose than convenience. Right. So you believe that someone who actually matters later on, he's going to kill that person. Yeah. So when he doesn't, that it matters to that character. 
And I thought that worked for me. It may not work for everyone. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I thought it. I thought it. It, it it's satisfied not, I, its requirement. It, it, from what from what I had been hearing and from like the things that I've been reading, like it, if it seems like it worked for a lot of people. Mm-hmm. And but a lot of it is like your breakdown makes sense to me. I understand why you like it. I just I just see it from a different perspective. That's fine. As long as we're on the same page, I don't care for it. As long as we're on the same page on the structure, I'm okay with you not liking yeah. it. That what did get me is when the pilot Bodie Bodie. When that grenade, yes, or thermal detonator, or whatever the hell it is, grenade's fine. Grenade, I don't know what it was. It's a thermal detonator. Go for whatever. it. Whenever, when it gets thrown into the ship, yes, it's and that, that look on his face, I'm gonna show there. It's like that was the scene that got me. Like I was like, I was like, oh, like I, I knew going into this movie, they're probably like, not. No one's gonna, no one's living. This See, movie's I, not gonna work. I thought, like, not, I thought no one's it was gonna be one or two of them might come out alive. I didn't think so. I mean, I wasn't surprised that none of them did. But I thought there was it was on the table. But maybe some part of me thought that maybe that wouldn't be the case. But when the pilot died, Bodhi. Yes. When Bodhi died. There you go. I was just like, damn. Yeah. No. So damn Disney. If you want to, if you want, <laughs> you just got banned. Uh, too soon. No. Six, Sixty years later. Not, not at all. <laughs> too late. <laughs> Does you get that reference? <laughs> I would hope people are like. Born in the last 35 years would understand right. Bambi reference. Or maybe from 35 years ago till 15 years ago. Yeah. Um, no, I get it. No, if you're going to compare Cassian's arc and Bodhi's arc, I'm 100% on board with you. Bodhi, by far, has the best character arc in that movie. He is the most human. He has the most human arc in that whole thing. I totally get you. That was the one that, that hit me, the, other than K2, because that he was just a great character. Mm. And he was the first one to die mm. of the group. Mm. He was the first one to Did die. Did he die before Bodhi? Yes. Because they hadn't gotten the transmission thing yet. They were getting the tape Right. K2 gets killed. Got it. So, yes, but Bodhi was the most poignant death because he had the fullest arc. He's just a guy. All the other people, for whatever reason or other, they're special, right? You have this badass droid. You have this badass intelligence officer for the rebellion. You have... These two true believers of the Force in... I can't remember what Donnie Yen and, and what the other guy's names. Um, they're all people that you're supposed to like believe in them being part of the Rebellion. They're mm-hmm. the true like paragons of their role, right? Like Bodhi is just a guy who is possessed of a guilty conscience. He's just a shuttle pilot. He's not a badass starfighter. He's not Poe Dameron. He's not Luke Skywalker. Like He's just... A guy who feels bad about his role in the galaxy and is trying to do better. And he's like, okay, I'll just go deliver this message for Galen Erso. It's going to be easy to do. And he goes and delivers the message and then he gets tortured. And then he gets tortured some more. And he gets black bagged in the V for Vendetta mm-hmm. sense. And he gets discarded and he, he has to claim back his sanity. He's completely insane. And then he gets back his sanity and he's scared and he's shaken and he completely commits himself to this cause. And he just does his job. Mm-hmm. He just does his job. He flies them. He saves them. He uses his knowledge. And then he's just this guy who's supposed to be flying freighters around. And he's running in the middle of a fucking war zone. Plugging in this, this communication uplink. And inspiring these other men. These, these soldiers who were true believers of the cause. And they're shook. And they, they're completely shell-shocked. And they can't do their job. And he's the one rallying, giving them the rallying call. Mm-hmm. And then... He's repaid for all of that with an ignominious end as the grenade blows up his shuttle. Right. So, and, and, and hey, maybe it's, maybe this is the pro- maybe this is the problem that I have with it. So, like in in the Star Wars, the main saga, there's like these characters that are front and center, and they are special people. Yes, they are the avatars of uh, the galaxy. They're so right? special, like, right? Going into this movie, I knew that like the idea, like none of these people are the special character. But some of them were, not and, to the same extent. Yeah, but I, I, think that, I, I think that's part where, maybe that's like maybe where like it started to, where it got weird for me. Like, Bodhi, like, character like that, like, they, See, that's the thing even, even the little dude, even the little <laughs> screaming dude. Even What's his name? Screaming dude. What's his name? I, I honestly We teeth QB. Yeah, that one. If that's how you say it. Sure. Even him. Like, I don't know, like, it's just like, there's these, there's these people that are fighting this war and you get like this, like, oh yeah. This terrible shit is happening, right? And like, there's these like 
is these real life people that are losing their lives and fighting. Like that's like the idea, right? It's a, it's a real war. Yeah, and you don't with the fantasy and the mysticism of like the the main socket, you don't get that feeling, and that's what this movie brings. Yes, which is great, yes. and I love that. part. And they told you that on the front end that this yeah. is what they were doing. Sure, and I I love that part, but the I feel like they were. I don't know if it, maybe it was they were trying to do more with the Jin and Cassian Cassian. Yes. Casting characters, where they were trying to make them, like, obviously, like, the movie needs a, a lead, mm-hmm. right? They, or it needs lead characters. Yeah. And, like, that's, like, the, the story, like, semi, like, it focuses around that. But, like, the, the uh, what I'm more interested in is the overall point of the story. And I guess, like, it probably wouldn't hold together if there wasn't a lead. I'm sure, yeah. I'm sure I mean, there has to be someone. Right. But it just, I, I don't, maybe, I don't know if it was their delivery or if it was the way that the characters were written. I just didn't care about those characters. I mean, I can get, if you didn't love Felicity Jones is portrayal of Jim. I can get it. Mm-hmm. Like I thought she was adequate. I didn't think she was special. Right. I thought she did I thought she came to work and did her job. She did a good job. Sure. Like she the character was real. She was believable to me. She wasn't she special. Wasn't, she wasn't very Okay. Well, I maybe that's maybe and maybe that's the problem, right? Is I don't I didn't think that there needed to be like this special character. But there wasn't but, <laughs> it, but it's almost like they were trying to make her this special character, make her so important. And to a degree, she was important in certain ways. Well, she, I just, it just didn't sit right. She was I, mean, the, I can't like pinpoint exactly what it is. They, that, they wove a very widespread web. And she was the glue that held it all together, mm-hmm. right? It's her father. Right. It's, it's the classic story of atoning for the sins of the father. And she is in that role of doing the atonement, right? Mm-hmm. And the point was, unlike... The original Star Wars saga, where Luke is atoning for the sins of Darth Vader. This is a less important character atoning for the sins of a less important character. So it's supposed to be a more lower, like, common denominator here. Like, it's supposed to be, it's supposed to, you're supposed to be able to look at yourself as Jin and think about your own father and what he does in life. Not JFK Jr. and his own father. Being the Luke and the Darth, not to say that JFK was Darth Vader, but you know, people that everyone knows who JFK is, everyone knows who Darth Vader is. Like, no one knows who your father is, Mm -hmm. and no one knows you. You know what I mean? It's supposed to be that small scale thing projected out onto this gigantic galactic wide struggle. Right. It's the everyman doing the work. And, okay. I just. I just I cared for the little characters, and I did not care for the main ones. That's fine. I mean, you know, again, I just thought, and I thought there's no accounting odd. for taste. Like yeah. I, I get it. Like I just thought that was that was she odd. wasn't super interesting, but no. I thought she was. I, I she wasn't. That, I didn't think she was boring either. Though. I don't think that was her, I, and I don't think that's the actress's fault. I don't think that's no. the character's fault. I just the way that it was. In in your opinion, it's probably not. It's not a fault. I don't but think it me, is. For me, I just didn't. I, I, I don't think the character is flawed. I just think it didn't work. For that's I, the, that, this is what makes the difference for me. Where, where like it's not one of my favorite movies, and it is not one of my favorite Star Wars movies. I think that this it it's a movie that's greater than the sum of its parts. Because I think like if you want to break down each part, component mm-hmm. part, the way you're doing, you're right. Nothing about it was really special, but the way it all came together, I thought was masterful. Mm. I found great enjoyment in watching the movie. I liked the characters enough to care about them. And I, there was enough compelling in, in the cinematography and the action and the way it linked together the it, whole, what's going to now be 20 movies, you know And I, mean? like, I, I am harping on the negative here. Like, there are things... I, I did enjoy the movie. Yeah. I did think the movie was very good. I just, from, from my perspective, people were raving about it and I didn't get that level. I didn't feel the same way after seeing this movie that I did feeling after seeing The Force Awakens. I don't think you're supposed to, though. Maybe not, not exactly, but and I may, think, and maybe 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 the hype was too high for me. That's part of it, and also you have to remember that the Force Awakens was the first Star Wars movie we got in eleven years. Yeah, but it was so good. It was very good. It's okay. Rogue One was the first movie Star Wars movie we got in one year. Sure. And also, it's the fact that it's a self-contained story, whereas on the back end of watching the Wake Force Awakens, you have well, what's coming up in Episode Eight? What's coming no, up in Episode I, Nine? I, I, that doesn't. That ha- Subconsciously, that it has to have uh, some. That hold, really even hold. if it's five percent, that doesn't really hold for me. I, I liked that this was a standalone thing. I liked that it was its own thing, I and mean, I, I, I really do love a movie that can stand on its own. Yeah. Uh, I love a movie that doesn't need a sequel. Mm-hmm. 
And Quint, this, is, this didn't need a sequel. It was, it's not possible. It has one. So it's <laughs> fair. <laughs> fair. Fair. It actually is actually, it is a prologue, actually, yes. to another movie. But, yeah. again, liked it. Thought, it. thought There was a lot of good yeah. about this movie. But overall, I didn't, I didn't think it was fantastic. It didn't, it didn't blow me away. I mean, that's fair. I mean, it's, yeah. you know... I mean, everyone has different opinion of that sort of thing. I mean, my bigger criticisms with the way that this movie was covered was the people who were wholly negative about it. If you want to say you liked it and didn't love it, that's that's a fair, justifiable opinion. Like your opinion is valid. Like I don't mm-hmm. have a problem with that. It's the people who crushed it because I thought they were chasing ghosts. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like again, like people who criticize the fan service thing. Well. Every fucking movie, and especially in any movie that's a continuation of a franchise, is fan service. If it's in the Star Wars universe, it is a fan service. Yes, movie. and that's. I think you need to expect accept that. Accept. But that I think this movie in. holds up on its own artistic merits. Sure, you know what I mean. Yeah, it's a quality movie. If you took this out of this, if and you took this out of space and put it in real life, and yeah. there was no lasers and it was bullets, that would be a well received war movie. The fact yeah. that okay. if you make it Star Wars, the people who aren't part of the in thing of Star Wars mm-hmm. are going to naturally push back against it. Right. Which doesn't make sense to me. Like, it's just like, oh, because you didn't watch Star Wars as a kid? Like, that, like, that doesn't... Yeah, make- yeah. I, I think the... I, I also think the movie stands alone. I think it's fine. Like, if you didn't see any other ones, I feel like it's a it's a, it's a very... It's an interesting story. I just don't There's think... enough there that you could just watch it. Yeah. But then, like, you're going to miss out on some stuff, but it's not going to end the world for you. Right. Right? Like, it's not going to be like, oh, I just don't get what's going on with the movie. There's this giant thing that they can use to blow up planets. You can't get behind that that needs to be destroyed. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. like it works. Like, the like the, the 50,000 like foot view of that movie, like, works. Like, Except for the life enemies. The whole Darth Vader scene wouldn't make sense if you were coming out from outside. And fine. no concept of... Fine. Although, dude dressed in black... Chopping people. In this half. is the bad guy. I got it. <laughs> you couldn't be any more clear that this is the bad guy. This guy just you. with impunity, impunity, for lack of a better Damn, word. Damn, he's got a laser sword. Damn, he's got a laser sword, and oh god, they're shooting at him, and he's stopping it with his hand. <laughs> he killed everybody. <laughs> Imagine the, he's really, like you saw the terror. Really, like really that, that for that alone, it made me fear Darth Vader again. What, and yes. It's a success. I agree, yeah, I agree with that. What if <laughs> I'm thinking about this from the outsiders? If there was a person that didn't see any Star Wars film, right, mm-hmm. knows absolutely nothing, which is it's crazy. Like I feel like this doesn't happen now because it's such a staple in pop culture. Like it knows nothing about this movie, goes in and goes to watch this movie and watches it. What a downer! <laughs> Damn! Like everybody dies. Yeah. Spoiler alert. <laughs> Let me tell you something. Let me tell you about something that happened in the late seventies. We're gonna put on a movie for you. Right after this one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's really funny. Like, you like that, and you're like, I oh, thought it was a downer? <laughs> no, don't you bring that in here. That is made for later in the, spoiler alert, wild speculation. Speculation. <laughs> speculation. Yeah, can we get an echo effect for this? Or? I have no idea. I'm just gonna, oh, Jesus. Can you stop dropping the pen? No. You picked the worst pen to drop. It's 40 pounds is made of metal. This pen... It's a little ridiculous. <laughs> That's all I got. In closing, we teeth. We, we, we teeth QB. You can't even get the name right of the one that you have on the paper. All the no, time. <laughs> it's impossible to read that. What if, like, you couldn't remember Cassian and Bodhi, but, best, like, you can't get the character. one that's in front of you? <laughs> His eyes are, like, 15 feet apart. I wish, we, got... I wish we could do a Walking Dead style in memoriam for, like, oh. him and, like, slow motion of him, like, guns blazing and, like, ah! <laughs> <laughs> Oh, my God. But, uh, yeah. So. I like this because I feel like we've talked about two movies so far prior to this. Yes. And we're on the same page. Correct. This is this is proof. We're not always on the same page. Yes, we're not in lockstep. I like that. I dig it. That's good. Now, this makes as much as, as, as great as I thought the conversation was about La La Land and about Hacksaw Ridge. It, I thought this is just as good being that we're finally at odds on something because yeah. we mostly agreed on the other things. And I, I don't like to be the guy that's just like, eh, it was bad. But that's not what I'm saying. Yeah. I actually think the movie is good. No, I it's know just, you do. I just like want to like push can't... back like cuz like you are coming more with the negative like it's kind of like yeah. we're like fighting the case like pro or like mm-hmm. against like mm-hmm. you know so it's like no, I get it. I, I could dig. But I 
when I can't give like a, a little like oh I think it would have been better if this happened I can't really give that right now I don't really know how I could have improved it because I'm not a movie maker yeah and I feel like this is something that's like 20 years from now they'll finally give us the whole backstory between whatever rewrites and reshooting they did of that movie curious about that because we were sold on a particular movie and I don't know if it would have been better or worse than this one I really like this movie yeah so I don't like having seen it I don't know if I would rather have seen the other movie hmm you know, and unless I saw that cut, I can't compare and contrast. What about the, the, the... There's a big thing out there about, like, the like clear reshoots of Vader scenes. What do you mean? Like, where his costume just seems super cheesy, and it seems like they, like, phoned it in to, like, reshoot or redo a portion of the film. Specifically when... Um, when they're on Mustafar and... Yeah. And- is that where they were? Yeah. Director, they were definitely there? Yeah, so they confirmed it after the movie came out yet. And Director Krennic comes and meets him. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I hadn't heard about that. So what is exactly the... Herdin? Did I say that? <laughs> I hadn't heard about that. <laughs> but, uh... <laughs> yeah, I hadn't... I, uh, it I, just... It looked... I had not heard... There's, there's that. something, there's something about, about those scenes that looked off. Really? Yeah. And if you watch it again, like, there's something... I don't know what it... Like, you sure it doesn't... It's just, like, something that doesn't jive with, like, the fact that, like, it's maybe somewhat CGI background in him standing there. It, it, and it very well may be that... Or was there something different with his costume? His costume seemed cheesy. It seemed cheaper than even the end of the movie. There's something about it that there's... doesn't seem, like, fully produced. So, I what probably happened... I hadn't heard this theory, but what my, my guess would be was... He's 100% a dude wearing a costume in that first scene. Mm-hmm. And later, they probably touched it up with a lot of CGI. Yeah. Because he's standing in the open orifice of a destroyed ship in outer space. So I'm guessing they probably touched that up post-production mm-hmm. with some sort of CGI stuff. Like and like they, they had to CGI some of the fact of him raping his way through an entire hallway of Alliance... Or not Alliance. Um, of Rebel. Like, but isn't it odd, though, that they would... I mean, clearly, the he's not on a, a real lava planet. Like, that was all CG. Yes. <laughs> so it's odd that the, the costume kind of fell short. No, but he's standing on a real platform. Okay. You know? I, I guess I see where, where you're coming from. Whereas, like, the whole ship behind him was probably CGI because outer space is around the, the rim of that, that ship. Whereas, he's standing on a real platform that has, like, a... Like, he walks down the whole platform. Mm-hmm. And there's CGI all around it, would be my guess. Um, because they made a big deal about it. I, I remember reading something in like the run-up, like in the last week or two before the, the movie came out, about how they tried to um, they tried to uh, blend the looks of his armor. Because uh, if you look at in A New Hope, and then if you look at him in if you look at him in A New Hope, and then you look at him in The Empire Strikes Back, he's wearing two very similar but not a hundred percent the same uh, body armors and everything like that. So they tried to, I think they said they tried to blend the look between the two of them. Um, so, it, and it's supposed to be a real costume, unlike at the end of episode three, where he's 100% CGI. There isn't a dude wearing a Darth Vader costume. It's just an image digitally made of Darth Vader. So it's going to look cheaper because they're trying to emulate the look of a movie they made in 1977 or 8, whenever the movie came out. You get what I'm saying? Fair. So... Well, costume and effects aside, the an end scene though. Oh, so the, did you know there's like a, there was this thing on Twitter, right? What it was hashtag that last scene though. Oh, really? Yes, oh, going man. around that. So you remember that podcast I sent you in the week before? Mm-hmm. Freddie Prince Jr. Yeah. and Nina Hassan from ESPN were doing this podcast talking about that. They haven't released the one yet. They were talking about they were doing it afterwards. Um, so Amin mentioned because he got to see since he works for ESPN, which is a subsidiary of, of Disney he got to see it like a week before the movie came out and he was like touting the whole run up to it that last scene though and he wasn't talking about what the scene was he wouldn't give anything away he goes yo as soon as you see the movie you'll get it that last scene though and so like I went like back and like tweeted him like yo that last scene though and like yeah. we never like chatting on Twitter a little bit like, <laughs> like it's funny like like it's like it was amazing. Like, yeah. blood pumping, like, fucking adrenaline. I've never been so into the bad guy crushing people. Yes. And it's like, that's what I, I like alluded to earlier, like, making Darth Vader scary again. Like, because, like, he went through that whole thing where, like, when you first see him come onto the screen in A New Hope, he chokes the shit out of some dude, not with the force, with his own hands. He lifts the dude up in the air and chokes the shit out of him. And then you watch Empire Strikes Back and... 
he chokes the shit out of a couple of his subordinates and gives a battlefield promotion to a dude and not in the middle of the battlefield because he choked the shit out of that guy's boss. <laughs> Captain Piet became Admiral Piet in like 6.7 seconds. <laughs> and then, after all of that, he beats the shit out of Luke Skywalker. He freezes Han Solo solid. He is throwing everything but the kitchen sink with him at the Force at Luke. He chops his fucking arm off and says, right. oh, by the way, I'm your dad. It, Fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then you get Return of the Jedi. Oh, man, you should have wrote it. Right? You should have wrote the script. That would have been Lawrence Kasdan's got nothing on me. <laughs> but still, it's still in James Earl Jones' voice. Yeah, no, I mean, it's got to be him, obviously. I mean, they still, even though he's like 80 years old, they still have him doing his voice <laughs> now. Fuck you. <laughs> Luke. Fuck you. I'm your, I'm your father. <laughs> so... But then, like, Return of the Jedi, you get, like, pussy Darth Vader. Mm-hmm. Like, he's a bitch. It's too late for me, son. I'm... <laughs> Until the very end when he screams no and throws his boss off the top of the fucking platform. Like, yeah, no, that was bad, too. So, like, we, like, we had two movies of him being a badass, and then we have him being a bitch in Return of the Jedi. It's good to get, like, in, like, the... Two days before New Hope happens, the end of... He is fucking shit up. Yeah. That's who Darth Vader is. He is the baddest motherfucker in the galaxy. So, yeah, like, he's he's a total badass, and especially in those You're scenes. scared! You're yeah, scared of like him! He's, he's, yeah, I was, I, I was scared of him on Mustafar. Like, I was scared of him as he was walking toward us, like... But it's still the same movie, you know what I mean? Like it's still the same thing. Vader's gonna choke a bitch. Careful not, careful not to choke on your aspirations. Like I get it. Like, yeah. like think about it. Like both of us were raised on Star Wars. We watched it as a little kid, mm-hmm. and that's where our life as a little kid when we were one person. <laughs> you know, I got you. Keep going. Perfect gr- grammar aside, you fucking asshole. <laughs> Comma. You know that we uh, <laughs> both watched it as little kids. Period. Period. <laughs> Dot, 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 ellipses. Uh, so, you know that, like, you're supposed to be afraid of Darth Vader. Right. Like, you, as a little kid, you're seven years old and you're watching Star Wars. is like, shit, I don't want to cross that guy. And then he just kills 18 rebel soldiers in six seconds. Right. <sighs> like, that's what Star Wars is supposed to be. That's what Darth Vader is supposed to be in Star Wars. <laughs> so good. That, like, oh, man. I thought that, like... Oh man, those last those last few minutes of the movie really, really, really drive it home. But that's that's right there. That is fan service, though. That right, it's a really good fan service. But it's fan service. But it's also the right thing to oh, do. Yeah, it was. Not, it was. Yeah, it needed. to And be that's done. what I'm saying. Like that word is wholly used in a negative connotation. I don't get it. Ah, it's like you, I don't usually don't feel it that way. As as generally when I hear that word, I am the fan of a thing. So I'm like, okay. I, <laughs> no, but I usually serve me. <laughs> I am the fan. But, <laughs> Be that as it may, like, most of the time when you see someone use it, it's used it condescendingly. You right. know what I mean? Uh, fair. So, it, it is definitely. And I don't want to push back against that because, like, I don't think that that's like it shouldn't just be a weapon that that like those type of people could use like with impunity. Mm-hmm. Like, I'd rather like let's be a little bit more sure. Like, like in, even just beyond that last scene though, um, that like the whole lead up to that with when they're getting ready to fire the Death Star at that planet whose name I can't remember now, the beach planet they were on. Um, I'm just gonna nod along. Yep. <laughs> Beach planet. Beach planet. Um, the whole thing with so the level have, was called Silent Cartographer in Halo. That's <laughs> beach level. That's pretty similar to that, right? <laughs> um, no, like there was the whole thing with like Cashin and Jin throughout the movie, right? It's the whole will they, won't they? Like, is, is are they romantically involved or not? Are they going to be? There's the tension, sexual tension earlier in the movie. Daddy issues as well, because she hates her father and he's going to murder her father. Um, and then they end the movie with... Is that a motorcycle getting started? <laughs> I don't know what that was. Um, they end the movie in a friendly embrace. Right. And I thought that was right. That they didn't just shoehorn in another romantic yeah. involvement, right? Yeah. Like, if it had happened, like it, there was enough background that it, like it would work. But it does just feel kind of unnecessary like especially considering they don't get a happy ending like there's no need for that to be and, and I thought that actually also helped drive home the, the humanity of like both characters like they were doing a job right it wasn't the like the family guy joke 
about like the romantic com- comedy with like the woman who's doing business and she's super busy like busy with her business and she's answering 16 phones and then they start playing the cliched like late 90s music and the guy comes in and goes <laughs> over the next 90 minutes I'm going to show you how all of your problems can be solved with my penis <laughs> like, we, <laughs> like we didn't get that in this movie and, and like we totally did, different Star Wars right movie. like we don't we didn't need it we didn't get it and like it was perfect as is and I liked that it was just like at the end it was just the sign of mutual respect and we both because his whole thing was you haven't served this cause your whole life and I have and I've had to sacrifice and you haven't and she's like fuck you you don't know my sacrifices or lack of sacrifices and they both see eye to eye at the end and that is what it is like they were they had that fraternity forged through fire of doing this whole thing and that was what they ended on you know what Mm -hmm. I mean I thought that that fit with the tone of the movie overall that's fair any, anything else to say about that? Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm trying. So it's just funny because like I'm listening to that and I I get it. I agree with that. But at the same time, those two characters call me crazy. I just don't care. <laughs> I, just, I know. So I that's just like, don't care well, about see, them. But I think that that ending would have played more into the kind of lack of care that you have, as opposed to the show shoehorned romance. Yeah. You know what I mean? The they were both technically adequate at what they did and they got the job done and it ended with them with the mutual respect would have been a better ending for that story mm-hmm. for you who hasn't 100% bought in on them as opposed to just, oh, and they end up with a kiss and then, you know what I mean? Like, that's what it is. Like, yeah. Well, yeah, a kiss would have been odd. See, I think it would be okay. I just would have think it would have been a lesser ending. I, I, think, I don't think it would. I mean, it wouldn't have fit in my opinion. Okay. From from the way that they're not, uh, yeah, I, I I didn't get that vibe. I kind of like there's a part of me that wa- like that wanted that to be the vibe that you got from the two characters, if because you're programmed to like assume that the male role and the female the, the male lead and the female lead are gonna get together at some point yeah. in the movie, but it did it, it would not have worked with them. If what's the droid's name? Kazo. If him and the pilot. <laughs> <laughs> they shared into because standing ovation or just like Oscar nomination or just like a, a sexually charged like holding of hands maybe like and they go here this is it this is the end scene of the movie like K2, the two of them K2, survive, K2, K2's they survive, crawling they survive the craziness right they survive the chaos and the two of them reach towards each other and just as as, as, as they go to touch fingertips Boom. it cuts and you see the like the explosion going off, and then it cuts back to the little guy, and he just goes, ah! <laughs> <And> <laughs> "Oh man, that that becomes my favorite movie of all time." <laughs> now that's fan service, <laughs> particularly this fan. It's like that's it's a one movie, weird. That's a movie that reaches out to one guy. This <laughs> guy, this guy who just came up with it. Four stars, Oscar nomination. Dig it. <laughs> um, oh man. So in closing on Rogue One specifically, okay, good movie in my opinion, great movie in yours. Yes, agree to disagree. <laughs> All right, um, leading into normal segue. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck was that? Segue music, um, like elevator music. Like, yeah, is it was that, weird. The loading screen is yeah, what's going we on. We went up a level. Um, <laughs> so we went up a level with that last. The, the rewrite of Rogue One is fantastic, and you cannot disagree with me. Um, it doesn't stand on its own, though. You have to see the original first, then see the rewritten version that I that I put together. So you want a George Lucas, a George Lucas property? Unfortunately. <laughs> and you don't see the irony in this at all. It would seem that way. You don't see the irony in this at all. It's the grass is always greener, all right? So you want to take this opportunity to pivot into the first ever wild... Speculation. Speculation. <laughs> um, so the first time that we introduced this segment, the wild speculation segment, uh, in which can't promise we'll always have one, but no. we're going to have them. It'll from, happen from time to time. Episode eight, the Last Jedi has been titled the Last Jedi. Next year, things are jumping the gun. On that. Sorry, I didn't realize. <laughs> Dude, <laughs> all right. I didn't yeah. realize there was a dramatic reveal. Dramatic there. pause. I thought um, the dramatic reveal was the wild speculation, not the title. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah. So. Episode 8 has a title. I trampled all of you. The last, it's fine. The Last Jedi. <laughs> it's 
just gonna let Al run with this. <laughs> no, I ran I'm with just, most I'm of just the, the tech guy in the background. <laughs> I ran with most of Rogue One, so you can lead us in. Oh, that's fine. Uh, Br Moses. V. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> no fun. Uh, so, <laughs> so the Last Jedi is the new is the name of the new film. Episode now, eight. Question. Episode. So, did they say Episode Seven in the title curl of Force Awakens? Yeah, they did. They had to. You certain? As certain as I can be. But on the movie poster, it doesn't say that. I think it just said Star Wars The Force Awakens Star Wars well you're talking about the fact that they did the red titling this time the outline in The Last Jedi no I just feel like they didn't put the, the number there in the title for all it may not be no it was definitely it has to be it always says Star Wars mm-hmm. and then the next thing is episode insert number here and then the, the next title. thing title The Last Jedi obviously like Tons of, it's funny that it annoyed the hell out of me as soon as it, as soon as it popped up. It's like the Last Jedi, and then like a thousand different accounts were like, "Oh, who's the Last Jedi?" Blah. Yeah, it means this. Blah, blah. And we're about to do the same thing essentially, but much more reasonable. But yeah, but no, we're we're, we're gonna we're gonna call out first off how stupid that is. Dumb, <laughs> right? <laughs> Those guys. Those guys. Um, who's the Last Jedi? <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that is the. That's the question. question. Right. Um, and we both have thoughts about that. I have another So, question. yeah, as soon as, as soon as this happened, uh, I, I got, like, I saw the tweet and I was, I was working and I went back to work. And then when Al saw it, he immediately texted me. And he was like, episode eight has a new title. It's The Last Jedi. And I went, ah, shit, Luke's dead. <laughs> like, that was, that was my first, that, yeah, that was that, my first take on it. That's fair. Uh, a lot of people think that because um, he yeah. was, is a Jedi. And Ray certainly seems to be on her way to becoming one herself. Mm-hmm. I still think that Finn will be one because if they let it's him... an interesting character. If they let him just swing around that lightsaber like that and mark up someone trained with a lightsaber and he's not a Jedi, I'm going to be upset. What if in the next episode he just swings it completely, like screws Whiffs. up and cuts himself in half? Well, I was just thinking more like, <laughs> like he, he swings it and like it like slips out of his hand and then you get like a... Oh, no! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Ray's dead. Yeah, he let go Lord. and accidentally kills someone. Like that's how they'll write off. That's so, that's so how, fast. That's how they'll write off Leia. Rest in peace, Carrie Fisher. Um, the lightsaber goes flying out of his hand and accidentally impels Leia. <laughs> that's how. That's how you're doing it. Well, if we have to have a dramatic rewrite of her character at the last second, because unfortunately in real life she did pass. I think Rogue One proved that if someone not dies, they stay in the film. <laughs> Well, admittedly, she's gonna be like she's already was done. They said she was done shooting her sh- with eight for eight. Yeah. The problem is supposedly she was gonna have a big role in nine. Yes. Yeah. Allegedly. Um, allegedly. So again, wild speculation. Wild. <laughs> so yeah, we don't know what what the deal is with her because they can't say like, oh, she totally survived this movie. She was definitely gonna be in episode nine. Fuck us. Though they did cash the fifty million dollar um, insurance policy from uh, Lloyd's of London that they had on her. Um, oh, that's not a thing. Yeah, no, it was a thing. They they took out like fifty million dollar policies on her, Mark Hamill, and Harrison Ford. Oh um, damn, that's a pretty common thing in, in Hollywood. You remember? I didn't, whole, I didn't know about that. You remember the whole thing in uh, Tropic Thunder? Yeah. When they talk <laughs> about cashing the insurance policy on the Ben Stiller character, yeah, that's yeah, the thing with like, especially with franchises, like like just a one off movie, like they'll recast them. But like for a franchise, like you can't just like have Meryl Streep and say, hey, look, this is Leia. She just got a perm done on right, her hair right. <laughs> you look different yeah it's like that classic sitcom thing when the character you're not wrong you're not <laughs> <laughs> yeah oh so God. she was done shooting her scenes for this it seems more than likely that Leia was supposed to survive so like they're not mm-hmm. just gonna do they can't wholly do the thing with Rogue One where they do the CGI of her face right sure but I don't think they can also... Like, they can. They can't... For one scene to, like, kill her off? Yes. But, like, yeah. they can't do it for a movie. Like, it... Peter Cushing's been dead for 20 years. Like, that's right. why they could do it for Rogue One, for right. Grand Moff Tarkin. They can't do it for Carrie Fisher. She died a month ago. You know what mm. I mean? Like, you can't do that for movies... Tasteless. ...coming out in two years. Like, you can't do that. Like, they did the thing for Paul Walker, but it was just to get a scene of him driving away. You uh, know what I mean? Yeah, like... scene was rough. I didn't see it. I didn't watch those movies. But, um, like, they have to come up... Like, they can't just kill her off in, like, a shuttle that explodes, like, in the distance, right? Yeah. Like, 
Like it's like <laughs> they just they do that. Like she's like going off somewhere and they blow it up and as the viewer. Oh, that's Leia was on there. Not relevant at all. Why did they do that? Oh no, Leia was on that shuttle. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. Oh, uh, that's why this matters. It, it, expl- it explodes. It's like there was like some sort of engine failure, and they like cut like break the fourth wall. Yeah, shit happens. <laughs> like this. Like yeah, everything seems so planned out. Things go wrong. Yes, yeah, <laughs> you know. We only have, like, 50 soldiers and, like, six engineers. And, like, a bunch of them died the other day. Like, you know, like, that other shuttle that got blown out of the sky, that was all the droids and the engineers. We don't have people to fix our shuttles anymore. Like, no, you can't do that in Star Wars. Like, that can't be the crux of the multi-billion dollar franchise, right? So, yeah, I'm curious what they'll do with her, like, going forward. But more to the point of the whole Last Jedi thing, I think there's a lot of people just saying, oh... Ray is going to be the last Jedi because Luke died. That's the obvious one, right? Like that's but the I obvious think it's, thought. It's like it's too obvious to the point of being right. like offensive. Yeah, slap in the face. I think a better question or like to ask about like whether or not this will be it is, well, Luke is going to be the heavy focus of this movie. He was in the other movie for ninety seconds. Mm-hmm. He was the last of the Jedi. Mm-hmm. We're going to focus on the last Jedi right. until we get a new Jedi. Right. What are your thoughts on that? I I feel like the, the it's funny. I feel like the title implies that it's Ray. That's just like my first glance. Okay. The, the obvious thing would be like, oh yeah, we need a new Jedi because the shit's going down. New Jedi's probably Ray. Whatever. You brought up an interesting point to me earlier today. I don't want to tell you. I want you to answer the question. Okay. I asked. What do I think about it being Luke? Like, oh, the focus is on Luke, who was the last Jedi. I don't think that that's going to be the case. I because I think uh, from from what I understand, going into this endeavor with the new the three new movies is like the the old characters were going to be like we're going to shepherd in this new generation of characters. Yes, I don't think that he's going to have that big of a part. I think he's going to have a Han Solo esque part where he is important, but not too on screen. And I don't think that he's like what the point of the Last Jedi is. Okay. Now, so what was what was you what did you think? Before we start talking about this, what was your biggest thing with it? It wasn't just that he's going to die and raise the last Jedi, right? Like, what was your kind of? I mean, it, it kind of was uh, to the point where like they're they're doing a lot of like uh, mirroring of what already happened. Okay, and I just like you know classic you know Ben sacrificed himself. Oh, uh, Luke will sacrifice him. like so, something something along those lines. Where, I like, and then she becomes the end. I, like she's like she's it. Okay, and she's going to be the one that has to like. That needs to try and make sure that like this light side stays afloat. Yeah. Type thing. I get what you're saying about that. Although I feel like the Obi Wan sacrifice thing was Han. Like we don't need to have another one. Maybe. Um. So before I get to what I think it is, mm-hmm. um, which spoiler alert, it's not super exciting, but I think it has a real chance of being what they're referring to in that. Uh, I do have an alternative theory that uh, someone else I talked to proposed to me and I hadn't thought about that I ultimately don't think that it is this but I do think it was an interesting thing to think about talk about maybe um, that Luke is the last Jedi but extrapolating upon that he's the last Jedi because Rey is ultimately going to reject Luke's philosophy hmm. and the Jedi quote unquote will become something new Interesting that she won't be a Jedi in the sense of the Old Republic's Jedi. She'll be something different and new because the old way of thinking was cast aside with the casting down of the Republic and becoming the Empire. Order 66 eliminating all the Jedi. And even Luke falling from grace to a certain extent. Not that he became a Sith, obviously, but he kind of went the way of Yoda and Obi-Wan going into exile when he failed, which... When you think about it, it's kind of weak, right? Like, you know, oh, you've met some adversity and then you just decide you're going to go hide off. Not quite do the whole samurai kill yourself thing, but like, just you're just going to go away. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I do think that's kind of an interesting thing. Like, you know, oh, the Jedi will become something new. Especially when you consider there, I mean, I guess there is a, like a nugget of something that could be real there. Because Kylo Ren, despite exhibiting a lot of the traits of the Sith, is not a Sith. Right? We don't call him Lord Ren. Right. He has an affinity for the dark side of the Force. He has a red lightsaber from the bastardization of the, Ky- the Kyber Crystal. Like, 
But he isn't actually a Sith, despite adhering to those powers and kind of the similar doctrine. There's no rule right. of two thing with him. Like, he is his own thing right now. He, no, there's kind of the rule of two with the Snoke. But he's not Lord Snoke. Snoke is a Force-sensitive person, but he's not a Sith Lord. He's never referred to as that. Yeah, well, we don't know, but yeah. Well, neither of them has... He's Kylo Ren. Kylo is his honorific title where Lord would be, but it's because he's the head of the Knights of Ren. Mm-hmm. But there was no Sith Knights. And those guys may be Force-sensitive, but when you see the brief scene of the Knights of Ren, none of them has a lightsaber. Right. Um, so, I think he is something else. So, she could be something else, too, if the Force... But are you saying, like, both sides are evolving in a weird way? Yes. That the Force Awakening is corresponding with a new version of the traditional Force, Life versus Dark, not being Sith and Jedi, but something different. That was kind of what this guy, uh, Rob, that I was talking to, that was his hypothesis. Interesting. I thought so, too. That's why I thought I'd bring it up. I know I, I didn't... I kept that secret for you because I want to hear your thoughts on it kind of, like, organically. Yeah. I... Eh, I like it. I honestly, like... I, they can really go in any of the directions that we're, like curious about and yeah. I'd be fine with it yeah I ultimately don't think that's what they'll do but I do think it was an interesting kind of thought experiment mm-hmm. I could see how that like if it happened like I wouldn't be upset by it necessarily um, ultimately I don't think that'll stick though with what because when you consider like the lifespan of the movies we've seen doesn't fit 100% with the ultimately long timeline of Star Wars and the Force I know that they've played fast and loose with what's canon and what's not now yeah. anymore but the, it's the point of the old Republic a thousand years before the existence of this timeline, the Jedi and the Sith existed. Mm-hmm. Um, in more or less the f- way that we've seen it, right? Jedi, Sith, good, bad, light, dark, however you want to look at it. They, there's a certain set of rules, a certain playbook they all play off of, kind of. And I think that they'll stick to that ultimately. His, his whole thing was even like, like any good Jedi would reject Luke Skywalker. I, don't, I think that was a little overly harsh on Luke. Luke's not perfect, yeah. I've long held that of the Jedi that we actually get to see that Obi-Wan was actually the quintessential Jedi. Yeah. Uh, you are the chosen one. <laughs> <laughs> you and McGregor and Alec Guinness notwithstanding. Yeah. <laughs> no, because I just thought like the, the line, despite the fact that it was delivered by a whiny, useless uh, Hayden Christensen um, mm-hmm. in Attack of the Clones about how he's as wise as Master Yoda and as powerful as Master Window, he proved it ultimately, right? Uh, even though it was kind of a flippant like comment by him, um, I, I, as much as I loved Luke, and Luke was one of my favorite characters of any sort when I was a little kid, like sure. he's not a great Jedi. He's a good Jedi. Yeah. Um, but uh, he Luke is a very annoying character. Well, he's supposed to be in, at least in the, the earlier years, yeah, he's right? A annoying later on. <laughs> yes. In what way? He he never changes. He's he he does feel like he does seem whiny. He's whiny in the beginning. Yeah. He's very whiny in the middle. With Yoda. Okay. Yeah. That's fair. And then he's like, he's like, he, ar- he grew he, up. he's like semi arrogant <laughs> by the third movie. A little bit. But it's like, dude, you were such a little bitch. <laughs> you know? <laughs> no, but he did grow up and become a little more wise. He yeah. Started to understand his flaws a bit and like became a more complete Jedi, yeah. right? He got he, he a little pretentious. Uh, stubborn, I would say. Yeah. The whole throwing his lightsaber apart, not defending himself when, like, it was just stupid, right? <laughs> <laughs> he was out of breath. He just chopped his father's yeah. head off. <laughs> so ultimately, though, my take on The Last Jedi is that, and I can't believe this seems to be have been overlooked because of the handful of people I've talked to who were pretty in the know, including you, about... Right, before you go into the... Your, this is good. That's why I want to cut him off there. I sent you something... That was like they put the Star Wars they put the titles next to each other. Yeah, that's funny. And it became like a, a almost like a sentence. Yeah, it was like the Force, the Force Awakens, Awakens the, last the Last Jedi. Jedi. <laughs> Wild speculation <laughs> inbound. Yes, they everybody dies, and Episode Nine is titled "Comma Never Mind." <laughs> Star Wars Episode Nine, Comma Never Mind. Yeah. <laughs> but uh. This next one blew my mind earlier today, and I don't know how I never thought of it. I didn't think it was going to be that mind-blowing. I no. thought it was a pretty, like, simple... A little embarrassed. Well, <laughs> because I brought up to this other guy, Rob, who had this yeah. theory I just talked about, and he also had the exact same reaction yeah. you did, and I didn't think it was that profound. I'll be damned. 
I guess maybe the, maybe the minimalistic approach was like the point there, I'd right? I'd blow everybody's mind. <laughs> All two people that listen to this that we send it to. <laughs> <laughs> of the 15 people we send it to and the three of you that listen. Right. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so Jedi is like the word deer in which it can be singular or plural. <laughs> Molly blow. Inception sound. <laughs> the, last, the last Jedi are not is are yes that's the whole point the last Jedi is Luke Ray and Finn they weren't even hiding a damn thing it was right in the <laughs> it's title right there, it's right there in front of you you just have to, no like you gotta dig a little deeper you have the hardcore oh my god Luke was the last Jedi and you have the hardcore Luke's gonna die and Ray will be the last Jedi no. It's about, and we keep hearing, like, if you, like, the very little detail we hear about is the movie's gonna focus a lot on Rey and Luke's relationship. The, the last Jedi, is, the two of them, Jedi is a plural word as right. well. It's about the both of them and their relationship. That's crazy to me. Right? Like, yeah. I, I didn't think it was that crazy, but, like. It's nuts. No, it's not, that's not nuts. That's not crazy. What's crazy is that, that you didn't think, think of it. Yeah, and that's what I, like, I was surprised by how, like, profoundly, like, you and, like, this guy Rob were, like, surprised by it, because, like, it, I thought it was right there in front of us. Like, you know what I mean? Like, well, it, it, like it is such a simple... Isn't it, though? Type thing. <laughs> oh, my God. That one got me. I was like, oh... I think it makes sense, right? You wouldn't say Jedis. Yes, you wouldn't. Duh. You wouldn't say Chineses. Right. Oh, my God. <laughs> Tropic Thunder, for those of you that don't know. Also, fuck you and look it up. Uh, <laughs> that's going to be my thing. I've decided, thing. I've decided now that's going to be my common thread. Look it up. If you don't get it, fuck you, look it up. You got, you got the Googles. The Googs. Yeah, so... Uh, the Last Jedi's. Yeah, The Last Jedi. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, yeah, I think that's that's where we gotta look for this. Is like, I think the two of them, in the way that the Luke-Yoda relationship, even more so, I think. Because I think... I really hope they stick away from like the whole Empire storyline. But I think ultimately, unlike where you have an issue bringing the puppet character that is Yoda out of the swamp I think Luke will leave his seclusion with Rey and the two of them are going to fuck shit up and they're going to bring balance to the force hardcore Jedi style <laughs> so we're not we're not bringing us to the swamp we're bringing the swamp to them to them <laughs> uh, anyway I, I think a thing to note here that is people are going a little overboard Yes. Like three words released. Let's yes. just comment the funk down. Well, that was the point I was making to you earlier this week was like, I feel like we have less information at this stage in the game than we did with The Force Awakens. Mm-hmm. So Which, people are getting a little cabin fever, like... That's fine. Trying to talk uh, about the, the one iota just, of information we have. Yeah, I'm, I'm okay with waiting, though. Like, I, I, I have a different perspective on it. Like, I don't... I don't need so much information about the movie. I actually don't like when there's too much given to me. I agree with that part. I just think that we haven't even come close to reaching that point. Sure. I mean, like, The the Force Awakens was done, like, really well. Yes. Like, the way that the messaging around the movie And I felt a lot of the out. same way at the time of that, like, when are you going to give us a little bit more? And they, and they, they never failed. They, they kept doing it. But I don't know that it's... Was it was it that far in advance like, compared to what we are now? I don't remember. I don't I, think I, it was. I think I'm a little skewed, my timeline. It's possible, but I... I remember one of the really big trailers coming out, and the big deal was that it was playing bef- during halftime of one of the football games on right. ESPN. And, well, the big thing... So was that in the fall then, before it, the it, movie came out? It wasn't just... Uh, maybe it was. The, the thing was, with the, what was more important... It had to be. Because what was more important about that, it wasn't just that the trailer was debuting like at that halftime. When the trailer ended, the tickets went on sale. Yes. That was crazy. Like that was cool. That was a fun event to be a part okay, of. Okay, so that, that that's what I'm. So then I I'll, I'll walk back from that a little bit then because the whole point was like I couldn't remember if it was the Super Bowl, like mm. if it was a commercial that aired during the Super no, Bowl. No, it wasn't during the Super okay, Bowl. Okay, so then then I'll walk it back. Some like we were probably at the. It same was like place a Monday Night Football. It just or something feels like yeah. That. So it must have been well. ESPN has Monday Night Football, yeah. and ESPN is owned by Disney, and Disney owns Star Wars. So like right. like that's the whole. So it was. The, it had to be the fall. So yeah. So it must have been September October then. Right. We still had more information before te- that big trailer. We had a teaser. We had one teaser trailer. But the teaser wasn't that long before it. It was a bit. Was it? It was in like July. Okay. But we still had a little bit of information though. 
I don't I don't know it, more than a title. It, well, people were like also like actively like like super seeking it out. Like there was it's true. There were some leaks. And they were, stuff. They were, like, it was like we're, like they were like oh like these people are meeting. Oh, they're doing a, like they're doing a read of the script. Like that's cool. We're not getting that stuff. Yes, it doesn't matter because it really doesn't matter. That's true. You're not going to get the picture of everyone sitting around the table with JJ Abrams, right? Because we're past that. But Harvey Dent. <laughs> no, we're past that. Can we trust you? <laughs> Yeah, that's another inside joke. Fuck you. Uh, <laughs> but I don't know. I'm I'm okay with it. I'm okay with not knowing too much. I my biggest problem with movies lately, or for a while now, is that there's too much given to me up front. Yeah. Um, a big, a really big problem is that trailers lately are just they tell you way too much about the movie and lie. Uh, yeah, that's annoying too. Yeah. Like the scene won't be in the in the. And the actual Although film. with the Rogue One thing, I guess they kind of get a little bit of a pass because they reshot it and that was the reason that happened. But there's a lot of times yeah. where like, you get like a certain thing with like Step Brothers and like there's like one of the funniest lines of the trailer yeah. that doesn't even end up being in the movie. Well, one of the new things is that like the in Fast and Furious, like they give you the, I think him so. Well, in Fast and Furious, they give you the, like the, the, the biggest like stunt that happens that is now in the trailer. Oh, okay. I don't understand why they, yeah, no, like, I, why I, they do that. It's I can do with ruins. that then. Well, you can like, kind of get that a little bit with like... Star Wars, like a thing with like the like the the Millennium Falcon, like doing its whole flip thing and like on Jakku, like right. that was a big deal. Like, oh, we see the Millennium uh, Falcon. You know? It was cool, but it didn't mean anything for the him plot. igniting the the thing. Like the first time we see him ignite like the the, the lightsaber. You know what I mean? Like, really cool. Doesn't do anything for the plot. Like it, it's okay. It, they're really cool teasers that get you amped up for the movie, and that those all of those little clips are fans are fans. So you're saying that a big stunt in the Fast and the Furious has more weight in the trailer because there is no plot. Yeah, <laughs> that's exactly what I'm saying. It's that's like the whole the whole movie is centered around like the crazy thing that's going to happen in that movie. When you know the whole so thing if you spoil happen, all the stunts, there's no yeah, point. Like, what's the okay. point? That's fair. Um, he said right before he bought tickets. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but either way, super thrilled. Episode eight will be out later this year. Yes, and I'm always going to love Star Wars. Literally cannot wait. But. I'm okay with waiting. You're gonna have to put up with me for the next eleven months. Yeah, I'm okay. I'm okay with them not giving up. You are gonna have to put up with me. Too much. Too much. Yeah, the biggest problem right now is forget the fact that you're getting married later this year, and you have to put up with Kim who just walked in. (laughs) 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 I'm really glad that her scream just got caught on the microphone. (laughs) Uh, That's it. That's all we got. That's That's the show. Um, it's when we started this off, we were like, "Oh, you know, let's see if we can get like hopefully like an hour, maybe a little more than an hour." Talking about three or four of, movies of content. Uh, turns out we're rounding out about hour four, three hours. Uh, we have actual four hours recorded time. Yes. That we'll be editing down to a few episodes for you. Uh, so if you want to reach out to us, you can hit us up at the Spin Tune. That's T H E S P I N C H O O N. That is one of our Twitter handles. That's the big company. The flagship. The, the flagship of all these little endeavors that were... All of these little endeavors, like, they're under that umbrella. Um, this particular one is Flix and a Six, brought to you by Anthony and Al. Sponsored uh, by Al Zales. Sponsored by Al Zales. That's at FLI6podcast on Twitter. That's the number six. The number six. Reach out to us. We'll address you. We'll address you in the shows. We're going to give you as much content as we can. Uh, we'll probably record once a month and break it up as we see fit. Yeah, because uh, this was not one hour. <laughs> no, <laughs> not even. Not, I was going to say not even a little bit, but a lot of it. Yeah, <laughs> Actually, no, not, not way more. <laughs> uh, yeah, all right. That's good for me. Yeah. Good night. Good night.